0: Hello, and welcome to the Elevate Your Awesome podcast. I am your host, Molly Mahoney, and I cannot wait to help you unlock your inner awesome and elevate it by using the magic of Facebook Live Messenger bots and all sorts of social media strategies so that you can build more credibility, visibility, and be known as the authority in your space in a way that allows you to attract a flood of leads who are ready to throw credit cards at your face. Hello. This week I have had three people ask me the exact same question. So, I decided I needed to change my plan up and answer this question for all of you because this is clearly something that is a hot button item. It's some it's something that's happening, probably happening to you, and I wanted to come on and solve this for you. So here's what it is. If you have done the work and you've identified your ideal client, and you find that when you have either a strategy session or a sales conversation or you know it comes time for them to click that button to purchase your product or your service and they tell you that it's just too much money they can't afford it you know they can't the, it, the value isn't there for them to be able to purchase it what happens they're probably not actually your ideal client I hate to tell you this, but in order for someone to be your client, there needs to be an exchange of energy, usually in the form of money. (laughs) It also can be in the form of a trade or something else, but three people, three people this week have told me, Molly, I know my ideal client. they're, They're super specific. I know exactly who it is. It's one real person. And when I have that conversation with them, they tell me they can't afford my products or services. So I'm here to tell you today that there is something else underneath that, okay? So I'm going to give you a five-step system for making sure that your ideal client is actually someone who wants to throw credit cards at your face. Ooh, yeah. All right. So my name is Molly Mahoney. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I am a camera confidence coach and a Facebook Live Ninja. That's what I've decided is my new title, Facebook Live Ninja, because I'm obsessed with the strategies that make Facebook Live, the most magical tool in the entire world. I would love your comments and your questions. I have these five tips that I'm going to give you today, so I'm going to go kind of bullet pointed through this. But I would love your questions, your comments. I would love your likes and your hearts. And I will come back and engage and answer your questions, solve your problems as a real human being. I love that Facebook Live allows us to do this. So good. Okay, so number one, the very first thing that I am telling you, you've got to do so good is, (laughs) I wanted to check the volume and make sure it was working. (laughs) Okay, so the very first thing, the number one thing that you need to do, and I don't like to use the words need, because you can do whatever you want, right? But this is actually something that you need to do. Are you ready for it? Decide. (laughs) You have to decide. So you have to decide what you're actually worth. A lot of times, and I've been there before, and this happens with my clients all the time as well, is you come up with this like idea of what you want to charge or you have a wishy-washy idea of what you want to charge. And then when you get into that conversation, you actually chicken out when you're telling someone how much it is and they smell your fear. (laughs) So you have to decide and you have to know that you're really worth it. You have to know this. And so if this is something that you're struggling with, I actually did a video recently that I called a pricing pep talk that was a great little walkthrough of how you can decide what you should be charging so that you feel that you're you're really making the the exchange of energy, the financial exchange of energy for what you are actually worth, right? And it's worth it for your client to invest that as well. So if you have issues around pricing, even if you're working with a company where the pricing is already determined and you still feel crazy about offering them, offering your, your potential client like the best transformation or the best full product that costs the most because you're doing weird mindset things, I want to be able to send you a link to this video. So all you have to do is comment below with the words pep talk pep talk, and then my little messenger automation bot will send you the link straight to that video. There's not any opt-in or anything like that. You just have to reply with the words pep talk, and then it will send you a link to the video where I discuss that. I set it up before, um, so that my automation would do that. If it doesn't work, I will come back as a human and get you that link, but give me the, give me the words. Pep talk. Look, Kimberly wants it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kimberly is amazing. I'm going to be talking about her a lot lately because she's working on a secret project for me. <laughs> All right. So you've got to decide, 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 decide and really know that you are worth this amount. So that pep talk video, the pricing pep talk will be really beneficial for you. Okay. And then at this point, so, you may have heard me talk about your ideal client and the fact that it's so valuable to pick a real human being. Okay? Don't try and create this like crazy avatar. So many people teach it this way and I've noticed that I get like lost in the the pinpointing of all these uh, these things that I'm creating of my ideal person. It's so much easier if you just pick a real person. Okay, but I'm going to give you the next four steps of this are the four qualities that that real person needs to have in order to be your ideal client. Okay, because this is where I think some people are, are missing the step, because the, either you're not communicating the actual value of your products and services to that person, or when you've created your when you've um, identified your ideal client, right? We're not making this up. You're identifying an ideal client, and then when you provide content to them if you make sure these four pieces are in place, you will provide content that's a little different and it will make sure that the person who's, who's, you know, qualifying your content and there that you're solving the problems for someone who actually wants to pay you. That might be kind of confusing. I will fully explain it at the end. Ooh, good question. So, um, I, <laughs> I, so I am my ideal client. Is that weird? No. So often we end up being the person who, um, you know, the problems that we can solve, we know them intimately because they're problems that we've experienced as well. So my only shift that I would give you for that is a lot of times when you are providing value to someone else, it, it's... Um, if if the problems are things that you're experiencing, it's harder to see the issues that other people are having when you're viewing it within your own eyes. So if you really can pick somebody else who's your ideal client, you can talk to them and question them and find out more about what's going on in their brain. It will make your content more juicy and more valuable. All right. So first of all, need, need, do they have a need for your product or service? Okay, let's start with that. But we're going to shift this actually, because I, you may have heard my story. I've been there where I had an amazing product for a group of people who needed my product. I had a whole course for, for curing the starving artist syndrome. But here's the problem. They needed this. The people, the person that I was serving in this space really needed this. And I had 15 people go through my program and they said it was so valuable and like life-changing for them. But here was the problem. The way that I had identified my ideal client, that that ideal client didn't want the solution that I was providing. So they had the need, which is like the actual problem underneath it all. But the symptom Didn't put them in a place where they wanted the solution that I was providing. So if you're, if you're finding that that's the case with you, the need and the problem that you're solving with your products and services, maybe your free content needs to be something that convinces them that they want it right? I know I work with several um, hypnotherapists and things like that. Catherine, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, so cool. You guys, I'm sorry. I need to just have a moment. So last night I was up really late working on some things for today and I noticed I've made these connections with people all over the world. Catherine is here from Geneva, which is so cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, why are all these people up? And then I realized all of you people, are all, <laughs> everyone who was up last night was like in Australia or Sweden or somewhere. I don't know, crazy town all over the place. Okay. So here's the thing. If you know you can solve a problem, but you're not speaking to the symptom, you're going to lose so many people and it's going to be harder to convince them to pay you for what's actually happening, right? Ooh, Lisa says I'm pixelated. Boo, that's okay, but I'm here. Maybe it's like an an art experience that Lisa's experiencing, (laughs) Okay, so you need to make sure that you're speaking to the symptom so that they can understand exactly what's happening. And then you can like be tricky and actually solve the problem underneath. But sometimes the problem underneath is something that's so scary and people are so vulnerable about. They want the solution for the symptom. And then you can actually solve that symptom by getting underneath it, right? But they might not be willing to pay you for the actual real solution. (laughs) They want to know what that symptom is. Okay. Then let's move on. And this is about you. The next one is, is this someone you actually enjoy working with? Do you enjoy providing this solution? Because a lot of times people have skills. Like I've mentioned one of my awesome clients who has her master's in public health. I keep bringing her up because she's amazing. But we put together this whole program where she was going to help her clients to have a, a healthier home. So they would be eliminating toxins from their home. And then after she started delivering this and putting content out in this way, she realized, she came to me and she said, Molly, I don't want to be a glamorous orchid man. So an orchid man is like, uh, is that bugs or... Mm. What is Orkin... I think it's like someone who comes and cleans like toxins from your home or something, right? But she, she realized this wasn't actually a, a solution that she enjoyed delivering. So there's some of you here that I know are in a place where maybe you actually think you, it's, it's not always easy to decide, but you feel a pull to deliver more of your own products and services that you really enjoy delivering. But you're maybe afraid to connect that, maybe afraid to commit to that, maybe afraid to decide, right? But you if you can find, if you can decide on that, decide and then find the people who need what you amazingly have to offer, who want what you have to offer. And then it fits into that thing that you really love to do that really brings you joy. Dude, how awesome is that, right? Okay, and then the final step of this is the problem that we're talking about is you want them to pay you, right? But if you put all of these places in in place first, it's going to be so much easier to be able to per- to show them the value so that they're ready to pay you. And at that point, I mean, I was talking about this on my business page, my personal page this morning, like how this can be kind of tricky at that point, maybe you need to do some creative solutions and realize how you can explain to them that they can pay you. So maybe you have a payment plan. Maybe you have, um, a, a, you know, you tell them about how PayPal has a credit card option that you can sign up for right away. Maybe you need to work on, like I said earlier, really getting good at that sales conversation, And if you need help with this, comment below with pep talk because I will send you a video that I did about all of this. It's like super valuable. But maybe you need to get get clear about that sales conversation and about how you are providing the value and how you're you're proving to them that it is worth it. Because, okay, here's a question. How many times have you had a conversation with a potential client and they're like, oh my gosh, there's no way I can afford that. And then 10 minutes later, you see them post a picture of their like super expensive shoes, <laughs> right? Or you see them post that they're, they, they've just invested in something else that was maybe even more expensive than what yours is, than what your product or service is. It's really rarely about the money. It's most likely about the way that you're communicating the value. And that you're connecting with that person so that they understand that you will hold the bar higher for them. And by giving you that amount of money, that is an investment energetically that they are putting into themselves so that they can stand up for the transformation that they need. Right? I would love some shares, some likes, some hearts. If this is, if this was valuable to you, speaking of value. I hope this is resonating. I know it's scary. And I know this is the place when you get in this. Oftentimes we jump into the sales conversation. If we have the opportunity to be able to have this sales conversation, right? And then we get there and we're like, Oh no, you get into panic mode. I've totally been there. It's shifted a lot for me because I've been working with amazing coaches who have helped me. And because I've done it 7,000 times now, (laughs) I decided and I started doing it. So, um, Okay, so really in this conversation, let's go over this one more time and then I'm going to give you one last little bit of juiciness. So first you decide. And in this pep talk video that I have, I talk about how it's really important to have like a pricing list or have... I mean, Jennifer suggests having like a menu next to you. But also to have... For me, it's like, is your sales page updated with the current price that you're offering? Because I've been in a place where I've decided that I was going to raise my prices, but I didn't actually change it in my back office, so I wasn't fully committed to it. So you have to decide, this is the value that you offer, and this is the transformation that you provide, and this is what it's worth, and you have to decide and stick to it. And then identify, do you have a need that that person actually needs, right? Is there something that they really need? And is it something that they really want? Because if it's not something that they want, it's going to be much harder for them to recognize that they should be investing in it. And is it something that you enjoy? Is it something that you want to do? Is it something that you're feeling excited about? Because, you know, I love the thought of, uh, this is a, a thing I talk a lot about in my course, which is stop selling, start celebrating, and if you really enjoy what you have to offer and you really recognize that you are holding that bar higher for someone and that you are celebrating the amazing possibilities for them, then you're going to feel great about selling it at that level because you know what it's worth, right? And you you love delivering it and you know you are fully committing to that person. And then you got to have a way for them to pay you. <laughs> Right? So if this person, like if you've, and then let's like talk, this is the last little bit that I want to give you. So if you've identified who this person is, even like it's the best if it's someone who's actually already paid you for this service, right? But if not, and you can identify who that person would be that you think would pay you for this, that you think has the financial means to be able to jump in and do this transformation with you, then what you need to do is dive in and recognize like, how do I speak to that person? singular person and this is really hard for me i'm going to be or at the end of the video so if you're still here i'm going to be super transparent right now so i when i first launched my course i have i have lots of friends who are in direct sales so i had a huge audience in the direct sales space but what i realized was is that the direct sales sales space is so wide there's so many people of all different levels in that space and when i was speaking using language like this is a great way to build your team this is a great way to you know i would use things that were really specific to the direct sales industry but the problem was because that audience is so wide many people are not in a place where they're really treating it like an ap- actual business where they're really ready to invest in some marketing they're really ready to invest in training to uplevel their skills so that they can grow their business like a real business so I had to make, as as my course started to be more valuable and I started to add way more training and support and, and things into it, and my, my private clients started seeing crazy, amazing results, I noticed I had to raise my fees so that I was able to actually fully serve them, right? But the problem was I kept speaking in this direct sales language and it was just natural to me because I had an awesome community built there of people who were jumping into my, my content and my, my stuff. So, so and this is going somewhere really good, actually. So once you shift that and you start, it took me a while because I remember one time I was doing a video and I, I had told myself beforehand, like, think of the person you're speaking to and I knew exactly who it was that I was speaking to spoke speaking to her solving her problems she's not in direct sales at all solving her problems and then my i'm gonna totally give you like real information my friend liz medley who's a crazy amazing leader in direct sales popped onto the video and i was like oh my gosh liz medley and i i started like dude and i gave all of these tips about direct sales and as i was doing it i was like like put it back in your mouth put it back in your mouth put it back in your mouth Super funny. And I, and, but here's the thing. Like I still have loads of clients, even at the highest level, who are growing a business in direct sales. But by shifting that language so that I wasn't speaking to like the general, um, the general typical person in that space, but I was speaking to the highest level person in that space who is really ready to invest and to make a difference in their business. It shifted everything. And then what's super cool is the people who I, the people who were in the, the, a different, slightly different bracket of what they were willing to invest, they're still getting major value from the content that I'm providing. It's not that you're cutting those people off. So I said in the beginning, if you find that people keep saying they can't afford your products or services, they might not be your ideal client, but they can still be an ideal person that you can serve. Does that, is this resonating with you? I hope, oh my gosh, you know what? This is so weird. It's um my, the comments that you guys are putting in, which are amazing. Ah! (laughs) Hello, Catherine says Molly, you rock. I don't see, I see more when I look back at my other page. This whole thing is so magical. It's really cool. Okay, so this is like, it's, it's such a, it, it can be such an overwhelming, hard thing to grasp. But when it, it really comes down to making that shift and speaking to that one singular person and solving problems for them. And it's not going to be an easy change. Cause like I just said, I end up things come out of my mouth all the time that I'm like, Whoa. like I have a client and this is the last little story. And then I'm going to go get ready for our messenger tutorial, which is happening in the elevate your awesome group. So I had um, a client who, what she shared her video into the camera confidence group. and It was a really amazing video where she was solving problems for her, for her clients. And somehow as she was ending the video, I'm laughing because this is so something that I have done before. And I like felt her, the video was awesome. She gets to the end of the video and she's like, okay, so this is what we did. She like recapped it. And then she said, and now I'm going to take off. Actually, my gig today was canceled. I don't know why they canceled it. So if you're planning on coming to our gig, (laughs) She's like, if you're planning on coming to our gig, it got canceled for this reason. So just look, you know, check out and we'll make sure. And then I knew because she had told me that she didn't mean to say that. I knew that in her brain, she must have been like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? This is a live video and I want to repurpose it. And this is like magic. You know, this is great information that I'm providing. (laughs) But I've so been in that place where you start, you like have that moment. And then all of a sudden things just pop out of your mouth. (laughs) But the more that you do it, the better and the easier it will get. And each time you do a video where you're like, "Ah, why did that pop out of my mouth? You make a note of it and you help yourself the next time and you really focus on speaking to that ideal person. And maybe you'll notice that your ideal clients are shifting, right? So um, you might have to realize like, oh, shoot, when I solved problems for that person, I was actually speaking to somebody I didn't want to be serving. So I need to pick a new person to to speak to. Ta-da! Okay awesome if you want that video just um, it's whoa. my messenger is set up to just send you a link to the video where I did the pricing pep talk like I said it's not an opt-in or anything so you just um you will get messages from me in messenger which is super cool because I've been talking to so many of you privately I love it but um all you have to do is comment below with the words pep talk and I will send you a link to that pricing pep talk video okay you're awesome I hope you join me in a little bit for our message t- tutorial Lisa says hang from the chandelier <laughs> I love this thing so much. It's so fun. All right, Lisa and I are speaking at another event later this this month. Also, boom, shakalaka. I'm so event packed this month. I love it. It's so fun. Um, okay, yeah. And remember, if you want any information about these events that I'm that I'm going to be speaking at or attending, I do have a couple of tickets that are super awesome deals, and they're only available for a little lo- bit longer. So message me if you want information. Okay. So good being here, serving you, helping you to be a camera confidence rockster and a Facebook Live ninja. Gile, is that how I... Gile, how do I pronounce your name? I want to know. Will you send me a voice message so I make sure I'm pronouncing your name correctly? Uh, I'm going to pretend. But send me a message. I want to know how to pronounce it correctly. Yay! Okay. You're amazing. Go out. Be awesome. And if you need support, reach out and let me know. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you again for joining us. My name is Molly Mahoney, and I love nothing more than helping you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of Facebook Live. If you liked what you hear, subscribe to this podcast, the Elevate Your Awesome Podcast. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thepreparedperformer. Until next time, keep spreading joy and elevating your awesome. One quick reminder, all of these podcast episodes are taken straight from Facebook Live. That's right, folks. If you want to see a video that goes with this podcast, if you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to our Facebook page. And as always, you can find the show notes at thepreparedperformer.com.